What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the episode of the WASD and Beyond podcast. As always, I am your host, Nick. Accompanying me is Evan. How's it going? Hello. Buddy? It's going. Hello. It's going. It's a Thursday. It's before the 4th of July. Yes. Long weekend. Very, very long weekend ahead of us. Well, for you. I have to work Monday. I don't understand that. If there are any companies that are listening to this and you have people come in on a Monday, I don't want to work with you. I want nothing to do with them. <laughs> and like on a sorry, let me preface Monday before a holiday like the Fourth of July. Like it makes no sense. Sorry, but nobody's gonna be wanting to use your business on a Monday, the day before Fourth of July, when everybody gets Tuesday off. Everyone gets Tuesday like, off. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody wants to imagine, go shopping. Could you imagine Christmas falling on like a Wednesday, and they're like, "All right, Tuesday, you got to come in." It's like that's Christmas Eve, bro. Like you can't Absolutely ask me not, that. Sir. Absolutely and not. Honestly, sir. I think we should. I think we should add the third of July as like another federal holiday, like just as a precursor. Like and the fifth. I think that should. And the sixth and the seventh. And the seventh. And I think. I think every day in the month of July should be celebrated as a federal holiday. I don't think we should work at all. You know what we should do though? Before we talk about not working at all. Uh. Our sponsors, our sponsors and the spawn <laughs> camp WASD yes. and beyond is proudly sponsored by final boss and doc Longy. doc Longy just dropped some cool shit from for uh, MF doom and Ghostface killer. Check that shit out. It is a North face. MF doom Ooh. slash Ghostface killer rip. The shirts look awesome. Uh, pick them up. I think I believe there's some shorts and some Pokemon cards that he did which look amazing. Check that out. Final Boss is doing their Tristram drop this Friday, which is Diablo 2 and yeah. a little bit of Diablo 1. You got shirts. You got a hat. You got wall flags. Pick them up. It's hell for your body and hell for your walls. Check it out. Get the merch. Support the sponsors. By supporting our sponsors, you directly support the show, and we greatly appreciate that. Additionally, please check out the Spawn Camp Network and or community, however you want to view it. We like to view it as a hub for like-minded and very, very different-minded people to enjoy themselves. Gamers, creators, fucking model builders, everything in between. Come join the Spawn Camp. Have a good time. Be yourself. Be happy. It's free, right? Discord is fucking free. 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 You. You can game with us. You can hop into one of the many D&D campaigns that are popping up out of fucking nowhere on that yeah, server. Uh, Brody so of the 
Diggity Podcast is about to start his own campaign. So if you want to listen into that, yes, feel free. Yeah, please. I love I love uh, having an audience for our D&D sessions. I think it adds to a lot of the hilarity, especially when you you can see people on the cameras laughing. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing like it when, you know, there's something hilarious going on in game and we're trying to be serious and, you know, people start cracking jokes in the campaign and you see people that are just watching and they have their cameras on and they just start laughing because they're like, what kind of absurd <laughs> thing are they about to get into right now? So, yeah, that's honestly a lot of fun. I think that more people should do that. D&D like in the like camp show critical. Role. Show. I don't know. It's kind of small. I don't think they ever got really big with it, but uh, yeah, those fucking, know. I mean, we're going to blow them out of the water anytime now with our campaigns, but I, I know really like Matt I mean, Mercer yeah, who? recorded no content. <laughs> There's no <laughs> clips. <laughs> uh, we are joking. Uh, critical role is a huge influence. I, I would role. say yes, I, love critical I love critical role. role. Matt Mercer and the entire gang are phenomenal at, with what they do and huge influence. So if you want to hear us play D and D, and really just riff the entire time. It's all really, we do need to record it. We are going to, I'm actually, me and Evan were actually discussing on the phone the other day on how we're going to uh, incorporate that content within the Spawn Camp Network. Yeah. I think we have a pretty good grasp on what we want to do because we I'd are taking so. D&D very fucking serious. We so. we are and we aren't. You know, I think it's the perfect mixture of we can recognize the absurdity, but when we have to get serious and dramatic and Oh, that's not what I'm referring to. I'm referring to how oh. much we want to play and how much we are playing. Oh yeah, we're pretty serious about that, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. I've uh so already built my next character and now Birdie's just waiting on ex host Matt and yeah. his buddy. Yeah, I said ex host. Matt, Damn, you don't listen Matt to this. He don't listen to it. He don't know. He don't yeah. know. You know what else he doesn't know about? Uh, What? (laughs) Next week's episode. No, he doesn't. He got no clue. Should we? We could tease that. We're allowed to, I believe. I think you teased it enough. I mean, you keep doing just the tip with this, so I don't know how I feel about you trying to. Next week's episode, July 7th at Atlanta. Nice. Gross. Fucking, I feel like I feel like Roman Roy after he just heard a disgusting sexual remark. And he's like, oh, that's what um, I was going for. All right. cool, <laughs> It worked. It did. So July 7th, WASD and beyond proudly welcome back David Craddock to the show with Richard Moss, the yes. writer and director and slash writer and slash producer, because Richard's also the producer. So yeah. of FPS documentary, we welcome them back. We were, or we welcome him back, and we welcome to the show Richard. It was a great conversation. There was a lot learned about the documentary, a lot of behind the scenes, um, a lot of stuff you may or may not hear on any other show. So we are the first to get the interview. So please check it out. Um, yeah. It was an awesome time, really picking at their brains. Um, but you're not only getting audio; we are dabbling in recording. And we did record the episode and we're editing that episode for YouTube, um, working on some cool things with that. Uh, it, they both will drop next Friday. So get stoked. FPS, FPS docu. I did that during the episode too. I'm like, FPS. You did. <laughs> I wow. did. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know why I do that. So FPS that- documentary, the interview round two, there you go. round two. And you know, the cool thing FPS harder. I don't think that's the last you'll hear of WASD talking to the FPS team. No, I don't think so. And I think that's a good thing for everybody, including ourselves, mostly ourselves. I think that's mostly really ourselves. Good for us. <laughs> Thank you guys for believing in us. Um, yeah. <laughs> David had some great words to say after the interview. 
Appreciate it. Uh, Support David and Richard, by the way. They're both authors of amazing titles. Go check out their books. Support them. Support FPS Documentary. We back at 100%. We've seen the movie now twice. So we've collectively watched 16 hours of FPS Documentary. (laughs) It's it's a lot. Pretty cool. But it's really cool, and you get to learn a lot about the movie in that episode. Check that out next Friday. Um, So moving on, though. Yes. Yes, yes. I was yes, 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 yes. I was blown the fuck away. Well, first off, I want to bring something up. Oh boy. Yeah. Can Canada chill the fuck out? <laughs> Nick's uh Nick's lungs are not doing particularly well this week, if you know. I've what's had a going headache on. since fucking Tuesday. He's uh he's been inhaling a lot of Canadian smoke and not the cool kind, not the ganja. He's been inhaling forest fire smoke which is as not I, as i as cool. i vape yeah it, as he it as smells he like breeze burning plastic second of the day i might add second breeze pro of the day no and it's, it's a pr- it's and it's a pro so it's the bigger one it's, <laughs> so. it's my first one of the day anyways it smells like burning plastic it does not smell good i noticed that today i'm not very good with smells i i really can't tell i've lost my like, sense of smell since i had covid I haven't I I don't think I have a very good sense of smell. I have to smell things like really, really strong for me to be able to get them. And it took I right. people were like, yeah, it smelled so bad yesterday. Like, burnt, like you said, like burning plastic. And I'm like, I didn't smell anything like I honestly Monday and Tuesday when the when it started, when it like got foggy, yeah. I was like, man, it's really foggy. I, I thought it was foggy. Dude, I didn't so, even know it was smoke until my mom sent a screenshot. And I was like, oh, like oh what happened in New poison. York? <laughs> yeah. Like what <laughs> happened in New York? And Dude, my mom was so, like, yeah. So I'm fucking I'm outside vaping and the the GM at my work is like, I wonder if this is all that smoke from Canada. And I was like, it's fucking <laughs> fog, jerk off. Dude, uh, no suit so, in my head no sooner am I like I felt like shit all day. I was crabby as shit. You talked to me today. I was a dickhead. I was super crabby. Uh, I came home and I was moody and I was a dickhead. Not I wasn't a dickhead, my wife. I was crabby though. And you know, I was like, what the fuck? Like, my lungs hurt. I have a headache. On Tuesday, I got home. And, like, that's when Perry and Landon are usually, you know, Perry's uh, at her friend's house because they both work in the same location. And Landon's with his grandma. So, like, it's game time, right? Like, I, I can get home, shower, game. Yeah. I passed out. I had a <laughs> fucked up headache. I felt like shit. I couldn't breathe. So, I'm like, dude, that's the smoke. It's smoke. It's fucking smoke. Yesterday... I'm like dying at work. Evan's like, are you okay? You sound like shit. I'm like, I'm dying. This is a smoke. Evan's like, yeah, okay. Today, I was just fucking, dude, Canada. Stop. It's we bad. Just, it's bad. We, we just got out of a pandemic. Okay. So, COVID's kind of gone. A submarine blew the fuck up. And now. Submersible. For sorry. The sub, uncultured. A, Gosh. A sub, difference. So, and it also, it imploded. It didn't blow up. So. Yeah. Inward, whatever, whatever. We're not getting into it. They actually found the wreckage. Um, yeah, I saw some pictures. Yeah, I just want to take some pictures. No, that's not, no, 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 no. Yikes! Not a good one. Not a good one. Um, it's two hundred fifty k just to do that. I would like to say <laughs> I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually, saying. I'm actually pretty mad about the fog because once I realized it was smoke and it was Canadian forest fire smoke. I did say that to my parents. I'm like, "What happened in New York?" And they're like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Well, why doesn't it look?" fucking cool outside like yeah it just looks like I, the mist 
like at least in you know New York City, I saw those pictures comparing it to like Blade Runner twenty forty nine or fucking like, Elden Ring and, yeah, and like, like Khaled. I was like Blade <laughs> Runner. I'm like that looks fucking sweet. I wish that was like here, and then it finally gets here, and it's like no, it just looks like fog. It just looks like it's a it's an October day in Michigan. That was it, just mad. Look, it looks like bullshit, dude. But it it's looks hot. Like bullshit. It's hot yes. and it's humid. On and top it's of the fact, that, and it's raining. Yeah, it's like I feel like I'm on a really bad planet in no man's sky, <laughs> like, dude. It's I toxic. Feel- <sighs> A toxic way too way too hot radioactive like constant for uh forest fires i'm like i'm over this like dude i want it to be gone i don't know when it's supposed to be gone I, i'm one of those people now who in the summer i don't check the weather i just assume every day it's gonna suck because i, I don't yeah every day we're not out we're not out i don't know if you guys could tell we're not outdoor people no like i i try to be and then i go out i try i try to be and then i go out there and <laughs> it just it. it kills me yeah like my dad looks fine when he's out and like he's wearing like jeans in a in a long sleeve like a dress shirt no and absolutely like, not i'm like you've gotta be sweating buckets he's like no this is normal i'm like normal what like no absolutely it's not, not it's not fair you're lying to me you guys somebody's doing something they're using some special deodorant and they're or whatever and they're like not sweating i don't i don't get it absolutely the fuck not not doing that so, yeah i wanted to call it canada in- that's fine. Yeah, call out thanks Canada. For, thanks thanks, thanks okay. for your passive aggressive fucking forest fire, Jeff. Probably Jeff. It was probably Jeff. <laughs> we both <laughs> at the same time. Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff. Eric's cool. You, you're the passive aggressive forest fire. This is this is where <laughs> Eric pops in and he goes, "Well, actually, it was me." <laughs> I'm like, God I did damn it. it! Now we have to defend Jeff. Anyways, he's, he's trying to take us out for the next D and D session. Trying, yeah, Eric's like, us. I know how to win. Um, so. <laughs> Finally get so Iggy topic, out of the picture. Hey man, leave Iggy alone. He ain't he ain't hurt nobody. So the topic of today's episode is actually a topic we've discussed before. And when the game was first really shown off, there's huge hype around this game. It's gonna be one of the biggest games to come out in a long time. And when we first saw the game, me and Evan's reaction was a resounding. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. yeah. It was very lackluster we were not impressed and for a game this big you need to come out swinging which they did not but i'm happy to say that during the xbox showcase they cut to the starfield showcase when it was all said and done starfield direct yeah the lord and savior whatever you want to call him todd howard walks out on stage and you know in his head he's going but yeah but to my surprise very 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 excited now i gotta say i think i'm a bit more i i haven't been on the side of it and trusted it as soon as they said the initial there will be a thousand planets and they're not procedurally generated and i was like "Mm," like is that entirely out of the realm of possibility for a a major company to do not necessarily but it's one of those things where it's you hear that and you just kind of go like okay like sure Sure. like yeah (laughs) Yeah. because it's like the same thing it's like whenever when apple does their you know conferences and they say this is the fastest iphone yet it's like yeah it's the newest one i would expect it to be yeah it's it's like it's like one of these things where like starfield says it's a thousand planets and you're waiting for like that that asterisk at the end where it's like a thousand planets 
that are, you know, there's some are, you know, some really specific thing that breaks it up. So it's not actually a thousand planets. And we learned something like that after the direct where it's, it's a thousand planets, but only a hundred have life on them, you know, that kind of thing. Right. right? Where it's like, so now people are assuming there's 900 dead planets, um, which they haven't obviously said (laughs) they, they won't say that. But I will say like, that's when I was not on the side of them. And after seeing the direct, I have been swayed over to the side of like, okay, I am anticipating this. I'll probably preload it and try it when it comes out. Cause it is game pass day one, baby. Day Thank you Xbox. One. I will um, say. Yeah. During the entire showcase for Xbox. Game pass day one, game pass day one, game pass. It's a lot. Phenomenal. And we're not going to talk about the FTC hearings in this episode. There is no, a lot yet. to unpack with that. We will probably touch on that next episode. Next hot yeah. How's that sound? Sure. Yeah. So he just, well, that, he just scheduled that out in front of you guys. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, but I mean, yeah, man, like Starfield looked uninspired when we first saw it, especially in the, the biggest thing that I noticed when we first saw it was the combat. Yes. And the graphics. Yeah. It looked like another it, it just looked like Fallout 4 in space. Yep. Right? Which is fine. It, like it, it is and it isn't. It's fine in the sense that you, you, you're buying a Bethesda game. You know you're getting a game in the same vein as Skyrim, Oblivion, Fallout 3, Fallout New, not New Vegas, but I mean, New Vegas, same fucking thing. It's Obsidian, but whatever. But like, you know, you're getting a game like that, style, stylized like that. But for this generation and for the consoles that, we're get, that we have and the PCs that we're able to play games on, I expect more. I just do as a gamer. I expect more. And for what I saw in this showcase, I think it's going to shape up to be a quite wonderful experience. I'm not saying it's going to come out not bugged out. I know when the game comes out, it's going to be bugged the fuck out. But it's one of those things where with Bethesda, and I I don't like that they get the pass. I really give it to them. I, I I I am and I'm not. I really don't like that they get the pass, but like you you watch a game like Skyrim come out and how it gets shaped and how you play it and the story and you're like, "Okay, there is love in these games." And we're not going to talk oh, about yeah. 76 cuz that game is a pile of shit, but there is love in set Fallout, uh, Fallout 4. There's love definitely love Fallout 3 and there's definitely love in Skyrim and Oblivion. Oh yeah. Yeah. So in that 100%. aspect, I'm not worried about Starfield. Um, I am worried about the bugs. I am worried that we're going to get the game. And it might be a bag of false goods. Um, uh, you know. <laughs> <why did> you, <laughs> are you reading from your notes? <laughs> no, I'm just like trying to like think carefully and like not because I want to praise the game. I, I have my notes up though. Yeah, I want to praise the game because what I what we did see was awesome. And we will talk yeah. about a lot of points that, you know, we saw in there in the showcase, but I don't want to praise them highly because I don't want to get burned after cyberpunk, after all these games release the way they release. I mean, look at the Gollum game. I wasn't pumped for that game, but you, 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 came you, out, you can't release a game like that in this day and age, man. I just so for me, and this is not entirely related directly to it, but because you brought up like the Gollum game. I want to know where it's fallen apart at, 
you know, in the process yeah. of like, is it is it gameplay? Is it QA? Like, are there QA testers that are just saying it's good without trying anything? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to accuse anybody, but I want to know where it's fumbling. And, and I think why. it's companies. I think they're like, well, just put it out. Let them fucking test it themselves y- as yeah, a full but, release. And I'd like to know that. Like, I'd like to know, is that the memo that because I mean, I think honestly, it's one of those things where we don't stop buying these games because we get mad that they don't work, but there's never a clear culprit. There's never a name dropped where it's like, this is the sole reason why it did not go well. And I don't know if you can blame one singular person for that. It's like a movie that comes out as bad, right? You can't blame solely one person for it, right? There's gotta be multiple people. An amalgamation of. yeah. Yeah. So I think if you like, I think honestly, if you were to release, if if there was a memo or there was something that came out or leaked where it was like, for instance, as an example, the CEO of EA said something about how, you know, those idiots are going to keep buying Madden every year. I think you'd have a significant increase in people that wouldn't buy Madden. You'd have a drop off. I think you would. Um, And I think that's that's why you're giving them the pass, right? Is like, yeah, 76 came out and it wasn't what we wanted. It wasn't polished well. And they've done their best to fix it. But at the same time, right, I think it was in a way, I hope it was a wake up call for them Yeah. where it's like, we can't just keep making the same game. Like at the end of the day, I want a Fallout 5, but I don't want Fallout 5 to play like Fallout 4, 3, New Vegas and 76. I want it to right. play like something new. And I think that's where we see like Starfield where, yeah, the first time we saw it, we're like, OK, this is just like you said, Fallout 4 in space, like the combat looks the same. The health bars are basically the same. I didn't see it, but I was waiting for some, you know, Starfield specific VAT system. Yeah, (laughs) I was I was waiting for it because I was like, this is I would expect it. And like that, that bums me out because it's like you guys have had how many years and there's people want to say there's innovation, but it's like that's most of the time. That's what you're going to be doing is fighting people and, and, you know, you're going to be crafting and doing all that stuff. And if you don't improve on those basic systems people are going to look at it and go, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a fun game. The gameplay is the same as fallout four. And I think there's like, for me, I would kind of be like, yeah, that kind of sucks. Like if GTA six comes out and it plays just like GTA five in the sense of, you know, I can't do the things I could do in red Dead redemption Two. Like I couldn't talk to everybody. Yeah. I would be pretty bummed out. I'd be like, well, what, what's the point? Like why, where was all that work you were talking about? Well, yeah. Why did it take you eight to 10 years. And I mean, according to rumors, GTA, a billion dollars to make GTA six. If I'm not yeah. getting a vastly improved experience, same thing here. You know, if it come, come to find out what Starfield costs $300 million to make, and it plays just like fallout four, I think you'd have a bit of people on your hands. that are going like, what, the, what did we spend our money on? Somebody could have made a mod of this in fallout four and we would have been better off. Well, and you got Bethesda saying this is their biggest adventure yet. You know you what I mean? Have... So they're already hyping it up. They've been hyping it up since the direct too, because I wanted to, that's what I wanted to bring up where you lose that sort of trust and you don't want to trust them is because every time after companies or big games have a really good launch in terms of a trailer or a, you know, gameplay thing, you always get those little tidbits after where it's, you know, one of the devs was interviewed and asked about bugs. And he's, I think one of the devs was like, yeah, if we were to release it tomorrow, it would have been, it would be one of the least buggy Bethesda games of all time. So I'm going to hold you to that statement. And in September, when it comes out, if it's extremely buggy, explain it. Why? So how is it less buggy in July or one of the least buggy Bethesda games in July? But yet it is more buggy than Fallout 4 by September, because logically that doesn't make sense. (laughs) 
Well, like, and you're not allowed to do the CDPR thing where you, years after release, you go, well, actually, I think the backlash was kind of blown out of proportion. Do you see that? And did, that, he, that, that, did somebody say that's that? What that? That's what the head of PR said. Bro, you promised us like... <laughs> Stop. What? Bro. That's what, he, that's what he said. Bro, like what? I wrote a 10-page essay that day in, in preparation like not preparation for it, but I did it as my final college <laughs> class. And I was like, yeah, my reward is Cyberpunk 2077. Do you know how disappointed? Devastated. He was dev- I was devastated. <laughs> I drank half a fifth that night. I was so mad. <laughs> we were we were pissed. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just walk back. If you're saying this. You can't go. You can't go three years <laughs> later and another thing. You can't do that. <laughs> one more thing, fuckers. Yeah, it's like, nah, thing. bro. You, you you had you had your time in the sun. Um, actually, I think it was your fault. <laughs> like, what? No. <laughs> yeah. Like you're catching. You're gonna catch his hands, bro. Yeah, man. Fool. I'd be I'd be mad as hell about that. No, I was. I, I read that. You, I went. I can't what? believe you told me that. Good thing you didn't send it to me. I would have said like, dude, what? Like, you really? Polish bastard. Are you out of your but, mind? Like, but like, that's what like. I don't want to happen with this. Like I'm excited. No, I, I like, I like space games and I like, I mean, to touch a bit more on some of the other stuff we saw newer things, right? I loved the shipbuilding. I yes. like that. It looks so unique. Like you can every, you, that's going to be an entire subreddit is going to be people's oh my ship God, creations. Yeah. They had ones that look like trucks, you know, like transformers. Gundams. There's one Gundams. that looks like a Gundam. Yeah, you can you can build them out to be whatever you want. And I love that, too, if you can build them for specific purposes, whether it's yes. for more of a pirate based, you know, damage heavy ship, something that's fast and light, something for cargo like Star Citizen, get on it, like following that step. I don't care if you got like 60 ships, just give me like the base to work with and I can change it the way I want. But I like that. I like that the ships look really incredible to talk you know about a different about? piece of gameplay. But yeah, what what are you worried about? Michael transactions with when it comes to the ship building. You think there's going to be that in a single player Bethesda I, I, game? I mean, did we 20, have any twenty twenty three? I think later on you did. I think for you the had modding. to pay for it to be able to mod. Yeah, but I think that was like a one time purchase or a subscription. Um, I, it's twenty twenty three, so sure. I, I bring that up because like I want in a game like this. I want to feel rewarded, right? So, like, I want to do cool shit to earn cool shit for my ships. I want, like, a microtransaction here or there for a game like this. Okay. But let's not do Diablo levels. Like, I love Diablo 4. Yeah. But I'm not blind by that. I am not blind to how expensive a set of armor is in that game. It is a rich man's game to play that. And, well, it... I mean, yes, it is because of how expensive it was to get in Diablo 4. And then on top of that, to oh, add yeah. in all of the microtransactions with cosmetics, it is a rich man's game. But After the fact, yeah, no, 100%. I, I don't want to see that in Starfield, man. Like, here and there, sure, okay? And later on in its life cycle, a little, like, I give it a year in, sure. Oh, yeah, Right sure. away, you, you drop that right out the gate, dude, you are going to... You want to watch Bethesda burn? Then you're gonna piss everyone off. I don't. I don't want it to be the thing when I load up the game. I don't want it. I don't to want be to the first it. thing of. I don't want it to be. I download it day one game pass, and I don't want to load up the game after I get home from work and the I have to click through, a uh, banner board of yes. get the get the uh, explorer pack today only twenty dollars and it's like uh it's like an outfit and a gun like no just don't 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 do that like right you're you're. 
bank on the fact that people are going to buy the game and it's going to get good word of mouth and more people are going to buy it. You like, already got $300 watch. We'll talk about that later on in this, though. But yeah, but I, I agree with you. I don't want to see a bunch of Michael transactions right out the gate where <laughs> it's just like, hey, yeah, like, thank you for um, getting Game Pass or uh, spending $70 or $90 or $250 if you got the collector's edition. Would you be interested in buying a pack with a cool <laughs> banana on the backpack? Like, it's like no. Wimpy from Popeye. I would gladly give you a microtransaction today for $20 <laughs> like, tomorrow. Just, just don't. Like, I'll, I'll play the game, I, but what's not going to make me want to play it is me getting in there and you asking for more of my money. <laughs> right. That's, that, 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 <laughs> would kill, that would kill my experience. But to, to more of your, on your point of the shipbuilding, it looks fucking awesome. It looks, and it looks awesome because it actually looks inspired. It's it's inspired and it's very, it's letting you do it right. It's not yes. you're not fitting into our mold. Just do what you want to do. Snaps. It looked like it snapped really fucking well. I hope it makes noise when you snap them. Like that'd be like, cool. That'd be sick. But like it's like Starship Troopers, the base building of Starship Troopers. Like yeah. everything just kind of goes boom, 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 boom. In a, like it, and it's 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 nice. It feels great. Like yes. I know the base building in Fallout Four sucked. It was it no. That's why I hated doing it when they make sucked. you do it. Like they force you to do it in the story yes. to like build a generator, and it's just like, dude, this looks awful. Which like, in, I think, which in Starfield you can build bases too on separate planets. Can you not? If I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. They outposts. said you'll be able you to. Yeah, you'll be able to build outposts, and to add a different thing about gameplay, we can segue into in a minute or in yes. a bit after you're done is the companions, which you can. It looks the way they worded it. As in previous Fallout games, and I think you you can you know confirm this for me. I don't really remember very well, but you would be able to find companions, have them be your companions, and when you wanted to switch them out, you had to send them back. Did you not? Because you yes. couldn't have more than a certain amount. A certain amount, yeah. You'd have to send them back to wherever, or like just like let tell them to wander the wasteland. You'll and they you'll would like, be them. on your pit. They, they'd be on your pit, boy. You'd see yeah, where they are, but up. like, but like, so, yeah, you send them off. It, the way they were talking about it with this new version of companions they've created is that you will have ship members, you'll have crew members, and then yes. you also can find other people in society and on different planets, and you can recruit them to stay at your outposts and work there or stay there and like they will give you benefits for being there. So like each companion has strengths and weaknesses. So you obviously would want to have somebody who's more of an engineer um, be on a ship with you rather than being at some base that doesn't require that sort of thing. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about that. I like that there's going to be that sort of ability of, I'm not losing these people. These people are, I I am building relationships with them in a way of like, yeah, I went and I traveled, you know, tons of planets with this guy and you know, he wants to just relax and settle down. He doesn't have a place to be. Well, I have an outpost on this planet that doesn't require a lot of maintenance or things that you like to do or something like that or things that you are good at. So go stay there. And then whenever I want to stop in there and I'm, you know, taking a rest or something like that, he's there, she's there and I'm able to talk to them. And I like that idea. Like I like that instead of, yeah, like you said, just telling them to, you know, F off and go somewhere like they are there and they will be doing something right rather than just, I mean, as soon as you tell a companion in Fallout New Vegas to like, go and wander the wasteland or whatever they just they go okay and they just go yeah, and they fuck off <laughs> they go somewhere and they just like yeah kill things or or whatever like there's nothing there's no purpose just, to them they're literally that. just walking they're just walking yeah. yeah and it's like and also in terms of a thematic thing 
why you just you're gonna tell some guy in the post-apocalyptic world of like las vegas yeah just fuck off go (laughs) go fight some i'll see you when i see you yeah go fight some death claws yeah i'll see you when i see you i don't care but like so i like that and i I think that the companions are going to be really interesting to see how they grow and how they all have like characteristics instead of their own personalities is really awesome uh their own traits was a big thing discussed traits and you can romance in this game um yeah traits are cool i i do like what they're doing with that because it adds more depth to your relationships with your companions um and it makes you have to think about like who you're going to bring out with you if anyone at all it makes you think who you're going to add to your ship if anyone at all i like that a lot it again it adds depth to the game and it's just the, the more and more they discussed it, the more I was like, okay, this is very well thought out so far. There were a lot of traits, a lot of traits that yes. you like choose from. Like they had xenobiologist, I think they had like yeah, a chef. It was a they had lot. Physis, uh, physicist, diplomat, like tons of stuff. And like, yeah, obviously there's your basic, you know, certain things of like, yeah, diplomat means you're able to get, you know, compromise, get things done. You can be a little bit more persuasive, obviously a chef, you know how to cook. So like you have better meals, which give you better benefits and people will respond. Like that's what they say is like, people will respond to that. If you cook well, your companions will notice that they're not going to just say like, you know, the same retired voice line over and over again, every time you make a meal or something like that. So I, uh, I think that that's really interesting to me. Um, and it gives, I think this kind of feeds into our D and D obsession recently is that we want more games that encourage that, encourage that sort of behavior of this is your world. We have created it. I mean, they've created this world for us play in it, you know, like play in it, enjoy it, have fun with it and do what you want to do. Be good, be bad, be, they had that, uh, one employee that she like just, like slapped like a thousand sandwiches on a table and well, she's like yeah was... you can do that like just just make a table and if you want to put a bunch of sandwiches on there you can nobody's gonna stop you <laughs> the cool thing about that is it showed the persistence in the game as well and how well that is working within the game objects persist in this game and i like that they're really showing you like there is a lot of depth here and this is how much depth there is and the persistence of the depth and of these objects, of these characters, will remain. I like that a lot. It's something that Starfield's actually working on right now. Uh, this is le- to it, Star Starfield is to a lesser degree, obviously, because it's not online, right? Yeah. But it is still nice to see that they have worked on it more from each uh, title that Bethesda releases. So that that is nice that, that, you know, that's not one of those things where it's like, okay cool. Um, Let's talk about that fucking combat and first and third person. It's a state first and third person is a staple in a Bethesda game. That is. Yeah, we'll get that out of the way right now. It is nice to see that they are sticking with that combat. I got to say, I think the combat really reminded me at first when I saw it kind of like a Wolfenstein esque. Like it's it's faster, but it's not as fast as Doom. Like the. Doom is quick. Doom is fast. I'd say Wolfenstein Wolfenstein can be quick, but you have the ability to also take it slow and be stealthy if you want. Yep. Um, And you can have 
you are, I, I'd say in Doom, you're kind of rewarded for going as quickly as you can. You get more health, you get more armor. Whereas in Wolfenstein, yeah. I think that people will find that it feels like Doom in some of the movement and how fast you are, but you are so much weaker. So you can't afford, and all of your enemies have a lot of armor. And I kind of oh, like yeah. where, where it, I hope it takes more after that in Starfield of it being like, yeah, you can. Um, but this is also an RPG, right? Wolfenstein isn't. So you have, I, I think you're going to have a lot of ability to customize how you want to play co- uh, combat. You know, if yeah. you want to just tank up with a bunch of armor and a shotgun, go for it. But if you also want to be a bit more laid back and maybe a, a sniper of some kind, you can. I like that you can, this is this. If you make a game where people have jetpacks and you can't shoot the jetpacks and they fly around and then explode, there's no reason to make a game with jetpacks. And I'm happy to see that you can do that in this. <laughs> like, Which you didn't really see in the last um, video they in, showed in, off of the gameplay. No. So the again, the combat here, they the cool thing is enough people went, this looks like shit. The combat looked like shit. I'm I'm just gonna say it. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It looked it looked it looked like hot fucking garbage. It was like I okay, cool. Yeah. Th- this sucks. Like this is gonna be boring. This combat, I was like, okay, cool. They're, they've 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 refined it. They've asked for help. The people behind Destiny, I want us Bungie, I believe, helped them. So, yeah. I mean, hey man, it needed to happen, and it did happen, and here we fucking are. Right, beautiful, right. phenomenal. Thank you. I'm glad that they tried it, right? Instead of just saying, you know what? No, we're going to stick to our guns, right? They were like, okay, if it's really that bad and that's a problem, let's fix it, you know? And that's kind of what you're supposed to do. Yeah, like kind (laughs) of what you're supposed to do. So happy that they did that. Yeah, I'm excited for the the combat. Although I think because it's a space game, my heart really lies with the exploring and the just discovering planets and life forms and all that kind of stuff. I hope that there's some sort of level of being able to be rewarded for finding those things. Because that's the good because that's they, they like, wouldn't do that yep that's all i want to do in star citizen right that's all i want to do i just want to explore so, i want to find these really weird planets with weird features and and problems and different life forms that i've never seen before and and then document them and sell them to people for information and that's that's the dream for me is like it's a life of it's like star trek i am yep boldly going where nobody has gone before oh that was cringy i hated saying every word of that so before we get before we get into the exploration i will say the jetpack is a great addition and if you're in zero g and you are shooting that bitch will push you back i think that's so cool so that is awesome it's a nice touch um it also looked like there was going to be plenty of enemy variations between human uh robotic cybernetic you know uh alien animal there's a lot here um when it comes to the exploration it looks like it's going to be very fun um it there's a star map that will show you the planet you're going to be entering on that star map will give you a breakdown of the planet what elements are possibly on this planet what you can mine from the planet the uh, exploration you've done on the planet um, what you found on the planet and what you've mined from the planet. So there, there's depth right then and there in the exploration. Um, the travel looks like it's going to be pretty fast. Um, I think it's going to be a glorified uh, loading screen. So I hope like, that it's quick. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really worried it's going to be a lot of easy travel between planets and then some weird loading screens in between. But I understand why it is a big game. They got to stream a lot of stuff in. Um so I don't know. I'm curious uh, about how that's going to go in terms of the loading between planets. But 
I will agree with Nick 100%. I love I love that and I love that you can read all the information about these planets too about yes. you know that's that was a cool thing always in No Man's Sky how you could choose which planets you wanted to go to you got a little brief brief description of like it's radioactive a lot like the ones you always were looking out for were paradise planets. Like these are planets that have very little problems. They are beautiful, all that kind of stuff and then they would tell you other things about them as well. Whereas I like this it's a bit more scientific in its approach of yeah. being here's the O2 percentage, here's the gravity, here's this, you know, like here's the main elements that make up the atmosphere, blah, 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 blah. That to me is a little bit cooler because it's a bit more grounded in reality. I feel like with No Man's Sky, you're clearly in a very futuristic galaxy. It would not make a lot of sense for me for my HUD on my, you know, super highly technological spaceship to tell me like, yeah, it's cool. (laughs) Like that's not a lot of information to go off of. (laughs) Well, speaking of ships... I am also proud to say and happy to say the combat looks great. Yes. There is ship docking so you can dock on an enemy ship and you can nice. I see what you're doing. I know what you're doing and you can steal that enemy ship or just attack them. Yeah. And once you steal that ship, it is a part of your fucking fleet. That is sick. That's cool. That is fucking awesome. Great job. And again, the bad karma. I hope, I hope I yeah I'm gonna be an asshole like I did in Starfield Star Citizen that was not cool what you did to that guy no that was not cool um that guy complained so, on the forums oh he was so pissed probably can you believe it and I'm like yeah it's my boy he did that <laughs> um so everything that you know space exploration ship customization the ship fighting being able to steal other people's ships, being able to dock onto other ships and fuck them up or take them or steal the resources or take the ship. Great. Looks awesome. The level of depth there. Again, the word here today is depth. Depth. Yes. And there's a lot of it in this game, and I'm very fucking stoked. Uh, there looked like looked to be a new animation system. Everything looked sleek, solid, and fluid. I really like that a lot. The game itself looks fucking beautiful. Um... There was a new uh, city shown off. Very big city. There's a few, I believe, but they said there's the one a lot that, of, yeah, there's some big cities, but this is one of the biggest they've ever done. New Atlantis. New was Atlantis. Massive, yeah. massive. Um, and it looks to be kind of maybe a player hub as well. Um, the alien slash creature design of the game looked awesome. Yeah, like it didn't look like like the game Spore, where there's like a bunch of dick nose aliens walking around. So that looked really good. Um, Hanging out. The facial animations are a bit stiff, but that's yeah. not why you're playing the game. You know? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you on that. Of That's not the reason, but at the same time, I am going to be looking at these people's faces when I'm talking. Yeah, I'm hoping they but can maybe iron that out. They're not as bad as I'd say like Fallout 3 was where it was like they only did they did the same head tilt animation every time they had a question like. Oh, yeah. Jesus. You know, I didn't see that a lot of the time. So, I mean, and we didn't really spend a lot of time in the direct really talking specifically to different people and seeing how it went. But yeah, I I think, yeah, they look a little stiff, uh, but I, I would hope that maybe that's just I hope it's just not every conversation feels the same in terms of how they move. And how they yes. talk, you know, like I, I hope that it's very not fluid, but I I hope there's a difference. It's not just the same right. retired uh, assets over and over in animation over and over. Yeah. Um, The greatest fan from Elder Scrolls returns in this. That was a nice little fucking nod. Yeah, I um, saw that. The character creation. So we're, we're going to do 
we're going to knock out our main points and talk about the negatives and we're going to fucking hammer in that nail. The character <laughs> creation was massive. Yes. Very, again, detailed and in depth. Um, looks to, That's going to be a fun little chunk of my time playing with the character creation um, and just really fucking around with it. it. It looks awesome. It looks fun. And I'm excited to make my character try to look as much like me as possible. Like, I love doing that in these games, especially. Yeah, I'm excited for the character creation as well. Not so much the physical stuff, but definitely the the personality details, traits, that kind of thing is really going to be where I'm sinking my teeth into. I, I don't really, uh, I think I'm like Nick in the sense of I try to make myself look more like my characters or I try to make, I try to add on some things that I, I wish I had had, like a full beard or something. Yeah. Um, but where I really get to like, I love sinking my teeth into is, is definitely the, the backstory slash, you know, what has my life been up to this point? What I'm like, what am I good at? What am I, you know, I think that comes from the character creating stuff in D and D and Baldur's gate. Um, I spent a lot of time in Baldur's gate three. I created my character really quick, got that out of the way. And then I was like, okay, now I get to choose all the cool stuff being, you know, what, what, you know, yeah. Class am I going to be? What specialization am I going to be? You know, what's the story? That's right. That's where I'm drawn to when it comes to character creation. But yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be really in depth and going to be a lot of time, a lot of, a lot of fun. And not only character uh, creation customization, there is weapon customization in this. And that again, looked in depth. It looked like there's a lot there. You make weapons look pretty fucking cool. On top of that, there is a uh, gravity compensation. I was yeah. not expecting them to do that. That's pretty cool. Um, and base building, which I figured would come back after it was in Fallout Four. They may. I figured they were going to want to revisit that and really refine it. Which, given how the space customization looks, it, it's probably going to be refined. Um, yeah, I hope it's a bit. Yeah, I would say I think it's going to be a bit more refined, and and I I just hope it's not <laughs> Fallout Four. No, like, I, I hope not. That's all I'm hoping for. Uh, uh, this, so, th- I mean, this is a Bethesda game through and through. Um, and I'm very excited for this one, though. Uh, there is a collector's edition. Comes with a watch. The watch text to your phone. Uh, very nice looking presentation on the watch. Uh, the packaging looks uh, very nice. The watch itself does look cool. Yeah. Uh, that price point is not cool. Yeah, I think especially if you already have a smartwatch, there's really no reason for you to go out and get this one unless you're that no. big of a. The thing for me is I don't think you should necessarily roll with a collector's edition for your first foray into a new IP. No, I don't think so. Like, like nobody knows how this is going to play out. You know, like when they did 76 and you could get the helmet, like, sure, everybody knows that helmet. And every like, that's what the the symbol I didn't of care that. about the bag I just wanted that helmet I never right. got it the symbol of the game was that helmet right or like what you when people think of Fallout that and the pit boy are what yeah. come to mind whereas Starfield it's like we don't even know the sig- like we know the significance of the watch now but like if you had made two Starfields up to this point and this is the third one and this is you know that watch has become a staple now I could see making it a collector's edition right but, that's basically yeah. your pit boy Right, right. And the, yeah, it's your pit boy in this game, which is cool. But again, I think I'm just questioning the decision of spending the time on that, of making those watches. And it is cool for people that, you know, are going to end up getting them that don't have a smartwatch as it does do that functionality. It can tell you, um, you know, certain things about your health and whatnot. But at the end of the day, I just I would be really shocked to find someone out in the world wearing that. 
I don't like, think anyone in our friend group is going to buy that. No, I, I, I wouldn't expect them to. And I'd kind of just, you know, I mean, it's your choice, right? You get it, you get it. But uh, I just wouldn't see the the point in it, especially you're putting how much? What? 350, 250, 300, 300, 300, I think. Yeah. So you're putting $300 behind a brand new Bethesda IP. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> if you <laughs> like, really want to get something merchandise for this game, the headset and the controller looked gorgeous. The controller, I would say, is is personally probably my favorite thing. and and. That it's got like is, a cool futuristic retro look to it, which is what they said. They called it uh, NASA punk, I think, is what they called yeah. it in the in the direct, which is that it's that early era of space flight, but it's still got that. It, it's got a punk look to it, like it's been, yeah. you know, humanized a bit more, I'd say. Um, yeah. And it's a bit rough around the edges in a good way rather than being yeah, just like r- rusty and that kind of thing. But yeah, I, but I like that, which I think is what the controller looks like. You have very classic like design choices but the colors are bright they're right. really strong they're really, really strong they really they pop make a, at you yeah yeah they make a statement yeah but like the des- and then the design around it is very form fitting feature you know functionality purpose yeah uh, based so yeah i'd say the controller would be my thing that i'd get honestly because i just think it looks gorgeous yeah i think i think the controller and the headset looks amazing yeah. uh, the only thing i noticed and this is where we're gonna end off um is that it did chug in certain spots um, and yeah. it is going to be locked to 30 FPS on console. Um, and that's, they were the way they were saying was, cause we want you to notice all the detail. It's a pretty game graphically and we don't want you to miss anything. Um, I don't know. That's <laughs> a misstep right there. The other misstep they made was they were they announced that they're only they were only going to be using AMD's FSR. Um, DLSS is far superior. Now they're using now DLSS is going to be incorporated. Thank you. I think that I think that especially that second part is a bit of a a weird move to make. Like, I don't think AMD would care so much that you're using DLSS. Um, no, every every. Ge- no, I don't think they, they care. I don't, I don't think, think they care. So yeah, I, I don't see the point in that. I I agree with Nick in a lot of the respects of of keeping it locked at 30. I think it's kind of, especially because these consoles have been touted as, be, I mean, the whole talking point behind both of them is that they're more powerful than the previous ones. And they're capable no, they're, of doing... These are fucking shit console cycle. We're not doing that. Like, like they're... It's just, you haven't seen, I haven't seen the value in a lot of it yet. Um, the only value I've seen in playing either of the new consoles. $1,000 worth of fucking paperweights in my house. <laughs> it's been, the, it's been the PS5 and it's only because of like God of War, Ragnarok and GT7. Yep. Like, like Last of Us Part 2, sure. But at the same time, I've played that game enough times that like, I don't need it to be 60 FPS. No, it looked good enough. It looked good enough. and it played great. good enough on the PS4. Yeah, I, it yeah, I had great. a good time I'm just, on PS4. I'm waiting for it to come to PC now. Like, I don't care. But I. I I agree with Nick in the sense of I don't think it's a really good decision to make in this regard, but I also am trying to understand it from their point of view of like fidelity wise, it would be too odd maybe for the <laughs> console to keep trying to get to sixty, even though to I don't chug. know. Chug, yeah. On my neck, I'm sorry, I'm freaking out. <laughs> You're good. Um, but yeah, I I think that I'm trying to see both sides of it, but I'm definitely more on your side of. I didn't want to pay five hundred dollars to play at thirty FPS, my guy. Like, if I was a console game, I wish I had the Xbox. I do have a PS Five. Full disclosure, and but I primarily play my PC. If you listen to the show, you know that. Um, I would be 
disappointed. Yeah. Incredibly I disappointed. I, I wouldn't be happy with that decision. I would, I understand it, uh, but yeah. that's me. I understand it. Other gamers will not listen to that. They don't care to hear it. And I don't blame them. We've been burned and burned and burned and burned, especially if you're on comp. I would say PC has been pretty burned with ports. Uh, we get yes. burned when it comes to the, our ports, but I would say console gets burned in many regards to performance. They get burned in the games that they are allowed to play. Uh, we vastly have more games than they do. Yo, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, and and are they all hits? So many, no, no, no. We can get a lot of community created and people, you know, indie developer stuff on here versus where Xbox and PlayStation are really they're going to you know allow what they want. In terms well, of and a lot stuff. of the games that we could play on here, I could, ne- I, I could never imagine playing Squad on a controller. Arma, I, I don't Daisy on why... a controller. That's stupid. I I've seen understand. it. Hell at Loose has a console game, like they have a console that's... version, and it's like how, what, wh- how, like why are you doing that? Like I just don't get it. But yeah, you take I, away I, pressure, whatever. I agree. I agree. I think it's it's one of those things where I understand it. I, I get it, and I understand why it's probably easier for them to not have to worry about constantly trying to hit, to hit a 60 FPS target on, at the end yeah. of the day, a thousand planets, a lot of different you know environments and locations, and, and a lot of different effects to cover for all those, because I, I, I just get it. There's, they're trying to make it very variety varied in that sense. That's not good English, I'm sorry. But <laughs> like they're trying to make each planet feel different, I hope, and so it's probably a lot harder for them to try and get that 60 FPS target. So I understand it, but I think that that you could level some criticism at them for that, or at least not being upfront yeah. about it right away. Um, but you're right, and and I hate that Nick is right on this, and that gamers don't listen; they don't care. Like they don't care; they, they don't want to hear it. You said this console could run at 60 FPS. Like, yeah, it probably could, but like the developer didn't want to do that, which is their decision. They don't have to yeah, run it at 60 FPS because Xbox can run at 60 FPS. Yes, so you know? there's a few caveats here, but ultimately yeah. it looks good, um, and. I'm excited. I'll be I'll be playing at day one, and day one is nine six twenty three. It is finally so almost close. here. It's pushed um, up. It was originally November. So that means, in my opinion, that would mean development is went well. I, I would hope well. so. I would hope so. so it, that's a Wednesday, by the way. That when sucks. I'll be, ta- oh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll be taking Thursday off. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, man, I'm excited for this. Um, before we close, did you see that? Uh, during the FTC hearings, Daisy two got leaked. Why? Thanks, thanks, Bohemia. Thanks for finishing Daisy. Anyways, uh, you ready to wrap it up? I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm fucking so mad at Bohemia for that. Oh, Nick. That's... <laughs> thanks. If they put their new Arma tech in it, I'm cool with it. It's not going to be what you want it to be, and I no, hate to suck. tell you that. <laughs> it's going to suck. Hey, what happened to the day before? Um. <laughs> What happened to that game? I forgot about that until you just said it, what, buddy. That's what happened what, to it. Hey, what happened to that game? It was gonna, it was gonna be like the, it was gonna be the next. It's, it's not, not. It's not coming out. They still. Well, I would say they stole your money, but they never. That's the one correct thing they didn't. They did. Um, they did not take anyone's money. That's it for this week's episode, guys. Catch you guys next Wednesday and Friday for a big WASD and Beyond X FPS FPS stock. stock interview thank you my brain is turning off all right guys until next week take it easy see ya this is the wasd and beyond podcast